Hello, and welcome to another episode of Engage with Eagle Forum, a podcast to encourage the modern day woman and her vital role in shaping society. I am one of your hosts, Tabitha Walter, the political director of Eagle Forum, and I'm joined by our, our executive director, Kirsten Hassler. Hi, everyone. Today, we are talking about the importance of women's votes and pinpointing what we are actually voting for instead of who we are voting for. For this conversation, we have the privilege of chatting with the founder of Women Fighting for America, Christy Hutcherson. So a little about her. In addition to running this amazing organization, Christy is a member of the Heritage Foundation President Circle and works closely with the Family Research Council and the National Rifle Association. She served as part of the Trump presidential campaign in Jacksonville as a volunteer, is on the Republican Party Executive Committee in Duval County, and was a poll watcher to ensure voting integrity. That's so important, especially this year. She was an organizer for Strong America Now in 2012 to 2013 for Florida and a supporter of the Tea Party of North Florida. The best job that she has by far is being a mother. Welcome to the podcast, Christy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, it's just a pleasure to be here. So first, let's start with a little bit about your journey and especially how you formed your views and then what led you to create Women Fighting for America. Well, uh, forming my views over the years um, as a mom, you know, in the educational system and seeing how the educational system works and how it doesn't work, uh, whether which way of the fence you're on, uh, you know, it was very key and critical to me to get involved in the educational arena. But then I realized how closely the educational system really lines up with political and they really kind of go hand in hand. I don't think most people know that or realize that. Uh, so I really started getting a little bit more involved when my children were in kindergarten, first grade. Um, but I've always had a passion and a heart for politics. I don't know why that is. I just, it's ingrained in me uh, since the 90s and in my 20s. Hmm. I'm like that too, just kind of in me. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. kind of in me. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so funny because I feel like I have, you know, the same feeling inside and my parents were never political and so they're not entirely sure where that came from but I think God just calls us to places that he knows that he can best use us and so obviously God has called you to the political arena and it takes a very special person to stick around in that field. <laughs> well you know women fighting for America how how we kind of came around um we're only about five and a half months old. Um, we launched really in April, but it kind of started in March. I'd gotten off a plane with my husband and my two children mid-March. We had just came back from Belize and we had stepped off the plane in Atlanta. And it really felt like I had walked into a Rod Sterling Twilight Zone episode because the airport literally was a ghost town, which Atlanta never happens that way. And really God started stirring something in my soul then. And I didn't know quite what that was or what that was gonna look like. Then fast forward on Good Friday and I was sitting in my backyard. Um, my husband and my boys were in the house and I literally heard a voice uh, say, Christy, you know, I called you out in 94 and I called you in 2012 and you denied me twice. Are you gonna deny me a third time? And that kind of caught me by surprise. Uh, and then he said, who am I going to send? 
And I threw my hands up in the air and I said, I don't know what that's going to look like. Uh, I'm not equipped and I'm not qualified, but I'm going to go. So Women Fighting for America was birthed out of that. And God literally opened up these amazing doors and introduced me to some wonderful uh, women to come alongside of me. And they're all over the country. We have um, several different uh, women from the East Coast, the West Coast, in between New York City. And that who, that's who forms our team. And they, they bring so much to the table. They have so much passion for this country and what's going on politically right now. Good, good. Well, so you have a bus tour that visits several states. Can you tell us what the bus tour is all about and what issues you tackle? Sure. So the bus tour came about literally six weeks ago. So people, when they said, Christy, you're going to go, um, I said, we're going to go on a bus tour. And the whole team said, there's no way we're going on a bus tour uh, in six weeks. I said, well, with God, all things are possible. <laughs> so we had a bus donated, we had it wrapped. And we have, I think we're in our 10th or 11th state right now. We are still continuing up the coast. Uh, we're going to Michigan and Ohio, uh, might have a stop in Wisconsin, uh, Louisville, Kentucky, and we're ending November 1st in Washington, DC. And it has been amazing. The, the heartbeat of this country right now is so thirsty for education. They're thirsty for the constitution and knowledge. Uh, and it's, people have, are hugging us and saying, thank you so much for coming out here. So and, when attendees are coming to your guys' bus tour, what can they expect to see? So we are all about educating, number one. We, we have, you've heard this all the time in the news media, it, this is the most important election of our lifetime. And it really is. And this election is not about electing a man or a woman to the office. It's not about a political party. This election is about the distinct different visions that this country is going to head down. We're at a crossroads. And we're either going to be a country that's rooted in uh, communism, Marxism principles, chaos, defunding the police, destruction, uh, weaponizing our education system, uh, BLM, Antifa movements, you know, the list goes on and on. We've seen that. We've seen bread lines, basically, you know, toilet paper lines, people waiting along outside of going into the grocery store, you know, one out of town counting. It's a conditioning that's going on. And, or we're going to be rooted in our constitution and our founding, uh, you know, police, uh, safety, security, financial security, all of those things. And that's really what's at stake right now. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think there are a lot of ideologies that are trying to creep into the United States right now, and we have to be on defense. So with that being said, let's talk about the presidential election. Uh, many people are making the choice between President Donald Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. For some, it's an easy decision, uh, but for others, they just aren't happy with either choice. And you frame that this election in a really great way. You started to touch on that um, just a minute ago, but can you describe what we are considering when it when we are voting in this election? You know, we need to get away from this identity politics. It's not a popularity contest. It's not, I like this person or I don't like this person. We need to strip it down and simply look at policy. You know, presidents come and go every four to eight years. They do, but what doesn't leave are their policies. And sometimes those policies cannot be reversed. 
And when you're going into the voting booth, women especially, we, we are the heart of the home, we're the heart of America. We, are, we usually drive the, the finances and the pocketbook for our homes. We're, we're concerned about you know, whether or not our husbands are gonna have a job or we're gonna have a job, if our children can play, if they can be educated. There, there's a lot at risk. And if, forget about the tweets, forget about the personalities. Because I've been to Washington, D.C. I've worked there. My husband works there. Uh, we understand what it's like. We, and we've simply seen eloquent speeches from the most charismatic men and women in politics come out and say these amazing things all the while while they're undermining our country and selling us out to foreign entities or for their own personal agendas and gain. We have got to get away from that thinking. We have to look at what kind of a legacy what kind of America do you want to leave to your children or your children's children? And that's what this is about. So look at policies, not personalities. I'm so glad that we touched on this because this month, uh, so we have a monthly Eagle Forum report, which is a newsletter that we mail out. And um, it breaks down the differences between the Republican and Democrat parties platforms. And so for our listeners who haven't seen a, a party platform before. It's a document crafted by people from each state in each party that explains what the parties espouse. And it gives you a sense of what the goals of each party is striving for, their agenda for the upcoming four years. And, um, the, you know, this is for any elected official who may be in Congress or the White House. So, there is a bigger picture here. It's, it, there's stuff going on in the political parties. There's stuff going on in the minds and the policies that our elected officials push out there. Um, and so there's a collective agenda happening. So voting for a candidate is going to help advance that agenda. And so when you talk about um, you know, a lot of these ideologies, we're voting not just for a person, but for a, a bigger agenda that's, that we're gonna see play out in four years. That's really what's at stake. And people say all the time, oh, we've heard this rhetoric before. It doesn't really matter who's going to be in the White House, but it actually does because you, know, you touched on there's agendas. Well, one of the agendas is this, and they've already alluded to this. this the other side has already alluded to what they're going to do and what their plans are. You just have to listen and tune in to what that is. And they want to change the electoral college. And most people don't understand what that means because they're not educated anymore in civics in the, in the constitution and how that was framed and what the framers wanted. Um, it was a protection system because it's for the people by the people, not for the government by the government. And one of the things that you know, the, the elites in the swamp who have been entrenched for decades and decades in office they, they want to overturn that and they want power. And that's what this is about, power. And when you change the electoral college and you add Washington DC uh, like they want to do and, and make that a state, and then you get extra Senate seats or extra this, it changes the landscape, okay? Um, if, if you want to divide California, that changes the landscape, it changes the electoral college. And when you change the electoral college, it can literally allow one party over the other to be in power. And the other side would not have an advantage to turn back that. We did a great episode probably last fall by, the, by now 
on Tabitha, I guess it was this past Earlier winter, this, year. this past winter, we weren't around last fall, <laughs> um, with Save Our States is Trent England, all about the Electoral College. So if you are confused or have no idea what the Electoral College is and why it is so kind of controversial, I really encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. It's a great basic overview of how the, why the framers even created the Electoral College and then what the issues are right now surrounding it. So, um, so, so moving on from the Electoral College, <laughs> election is just in a few weeks. So what is your organization planning on doing after the election? Well, we have days left uh, between now and November uh, 2nd. So get out the vote. Number one, your voice matters. Do not send in mail-in ballots. Walk into that voting booth, number one, and cast your vote in person. You can go to the grocery store. You can go to the nail salon. You can go cast your vote. Um, after the election. So Women Fighting for America has a long, a short-term and a long-term strategic plan. So as we go across this nation, we are setting up what we call HEART chapters. And HEART stands for Hope, Equip, Activate, Reach Out Together. And we are equipping women and men, because we've had a lot of men interested as well, uh, to, to start a grassroots movement in our communities, in our local communities, in our homes. And we're gonna, number one, teach kingdom, kingdom principles, kingdom foundation, because you have to understand how this country was created from a biblical standpoint, because that's so important. To the equip part is equipping you with the knowledge of the constitution, your bill of rights, your civics, what that means, and, and really rooting you so thoroughly grounded in that, that you're not going to give up your mandates or give up your rights over these unconstitutional uh, mandates that these governors and, and uh, these left-wing cities are throwing at you. Um, so this will never happen again. Then after we equip you with knowledge and kingdom principles, we are going to tackle also the education system. So we have a very unique perspective on the educational system and that is how it's been weaponized. Um, right now in first grade kindergarten, they're starting to teach that the parent's voice doesn't matter, that the teacher and the, and the administrative staff at your schools are the authoritative voice. So that's very dangerous ground, by the way. So we're gonna take back those educational dollars from the federal space and try to get them back into the hands of the parent. And we're gonna create what we call educational co-ops, community co-ops, so that we can hire the teachers ourselves and oversee that because not every single parent has the opportunity to stay home and homeschool a child. So how powerful would that be to grab those federal dollars, put them in the hands of the co-ops, the local community, and start a educational system based off that. In the interim, because that's gonna take a little bit of time to do that, we are coming alongside of these grassroots heart chapters to identify retired teachers and retired executives who have that uh, degree and they can come in and set up these co-ops ahead and get that infrastructure going. Then long-term, uh, the reach out together part is that good old fashioned community of where we actually go and talk to neighbors again and understand and step outside of our community and maybe come alongside of that single mom who's working two jobs to help you know, tutor her child, read to them, uh, take them to after-school programs. We're, we are gonna be so rooted together and bonded together uh, that we're not gonna allow the federal government to be able to infiltrate our homes again, like the way that they are being intrusive and give knowledge and grounding in that. And then um, after we have some legislator stuff that we're gonna be tackling and going after, we wanna raise up women who are going to be 
in their communities, maybe running for the school boards, maybe running for city council movement. We're, we're gonna come alongside of them and boost them and show them how to do that. Give them the funding and backing that they need because women are powerful. We have, we have a very powerful voice right now and we need to arise. Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, some of those positions are gonna pop up on our ballots this November. It's not, we're not just voting for the president. We're voting for some of our local offices, depending on where you live, um, you know, some of our legislative offices. And I think it's so important that you guys are looking towards ways to equip people to run for those offices, because a lot of times that's what affects us the most is, is on the local level. Um, I know that I'm part of a, uh, an HOA and it's like anything small, like a tree planted or um, what, what flowers are going to be planted this fall or the trash pickup. It's, it's those things that we see in our own communities every day. And so while we're all focused on the presidential election right now, there's actually a lot more going on that we need to look at as well. Um, can you um, go into a little more detail about how you plan to train those uh, people running for office and if someone's really interested in running for office, how they can get in touch with you? Absolutely. So womenfightingforamerica.com, you go there, you can fill out, there's, there's a form to fill out uh, and you basically put on there how you want to get involved if you want to run for office, et cetera. But what we're going to do is come alongside with that educational piece and root you and ground you in that. Um, and you're right, everything starts at a grassroots movement. So everything that's changed that comes way up here into the federal space really in reality starts down here because that's where the biggest change is going to happen is in your own local community. So go, if, you're, if you want to run for office, please let us know. We are gonna come alongside you. We're partnered with a couple strategic entities. Um, the Heritage Foundation is one and the Leadership Institute. Both of those are amazing organizations that understand our civics, that understand our founding, they understand the constitution. So they are coming alongside of us with their educational materials, their educational videos, uh, their live podcasts that we're gonna be having in these uh, grassroots home movements. And that's where you're gonna get educated. Um, from. There's workbooks, there's, there's multi-step faceted steps that you have to go through before we will 100% get behind you and give you that money because we want to make sure that when we release you out into uh, the public arena, because it's really tough out there. Yeah, if you don't understand and if you haven't ever swam in the political field before, it's, it's nasty. And if you are not rooted and strong, you're going to be able to be shifted. And we don't want that. We want you to be constitutionalist and, and America first uh, and not be sucked into the corruption, so to speak, or having a different agenda. I don't know any other way to say it, but we all know it's true. I mean, you, how DC works and how it works is you've got to scratch my back to get this. And that, that's, that shenanigans needs to stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I tell people all the time that DC is just a completely different world. Yeah. And, um, Kirsten and I have had these conversations before where I, I feel like a lot of times we feel a little more separated from the, you know, we call them those outside the beltway. And, um, and so it's always good to have conversations with the grassroots and see what they really care about, because what we care about in DC may not be what the rest of the nation cares about. 
And I think it's so easy for politicians to just be caught up in that and make decisions that don't actually help the American people. And so, yeah, it's so important to get that really great training. Leadership Institute has always been a friend of Eagle Forums. Um, I know that when Phyllis Schlafly was alive, she was a huge part of, of you know, coming alongside the, the um, Leadership Institute. And so they're, they're great allies. And of course, the Heritage Foundation is amazing. Um, but I'm so glad that you have that network that you could hook people up with. And not only if they want to run for office, but if they just want to learn more about an issue or learn how to get involved, those organizations are great too. Um, one of the questions that I want to ask you, and maybe we should have asked this at the very beginning, but your organization is called Women Fighting for America. Why women? Why women? Because women are influencers. It's really that simple. Think about it. How much influence women have in the home, in the marketplace, in our government sphere? You know, we have, we have heart. We're intelligent. And it's time for us to have a voice um, where it matters. So that's why. Um, we are also, you know, when, Women Fighting for America, if I were going to describe who we are and who we are all about, encompassing women, empowering women, is we are the alternative to, we're, we're the new women's movement. So we're the alternative to the, those ladies who go on the mall wearing the pink hats and the feminist and, and what they think feminist feminism is. So Women Fighting for America is a new voice. It's a fresh breeze coming across this country. It's conservative women, but it's not just conservative women, you know, independent women coming together, uh, being strong as one together, making change for this country. We're mama bears, you know, we're mama bears to this country and America's broken right now. And they need, and America needs a mama. <laughs> it's really that simple. That. <laughs> That's certainly going on a graphic whenever yeah, it out. America is the mama. <laughs> that should be your, your like logo, your phrase. America is the mama? Phrase, yeah. <laughs> but we do, she does, you know. It, you know, nothing against the men, you know, but uh, I, I think it's time that women, uh, we, we just have to take back the morality of this country. We need to take back the heart of who America is. Get back to the founding you know, we're a beacon of light, we're a beacon of hope to the world. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that's concerning to me is if America falls, where are you going to go? Where are you going to run? There's nowhere. And as flawed as she is, she's still one of, she is the most perfect nation aside from Israel. And when the other nations go into disaster or wars, we're the first people that they look to. You know, I get really upset with the media. Uh, you know, they, they like to paint this picture that America is this hate-filled, we're mean, we're, you know, we're not good people. America's fundamentally good. There's a few bad apples no matter where you are, but we are the most generous nation, the most generous people on the earth. And we've got to get away from that rhetoric that America's not good. You know, all these children and kids and young adults who are out on the streets uh, protesting and burning down our statues they don't have a clue and they're hurting. You know, I understand everybody has a story. Something is driving them 
to, to do what they're doing, but that's not the way to do it. There, there's a way to come together in unity and, and come to the table and talk. At the end of the day, we don't need to agree. We could agree to disagree, but we need to do what's best for America moving forward. And we need to stop this violence in the streets. I was thinking women right now are really excited about Amy Coleman Barrett because she exemplifies what we actually value rather than the far left crazies, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. You are talking about the Supreme Court nominee on your tour. So tell us how the Supreme Court is setting us up for the next, you know, several generations. You know, it's so important that we have conservatives on the bench who are not legislating from the bench, but actually following the constitution. This appointee of Amy Barrett is, she is an amazing uh, woman and she's an amazing career. She's highly qualified, raising seven children and women are powerful women. They, she has a voice, but she's she is the perfect example of somebody who a woman fighting for America would be all about. She's not putting in her personal agenda into her bench and legislating like the other judges have. And one of the important things that most people don't know, for example, in Philadelphia, the unconstitutional mandates by the governor there was just struck down by an appointee of Trump. They're, they're so rooted in the constitution and understanding our rights. And when you allow the other side or the left to put in judges who do not follow our constitution and they are using their own personal uh, agendas to legislate from, there's, very, there, there's a danger in that. So this election cycle is so critical from even the judges standpoint. You know, who are, who are we gonna have in office? Not just from the Supreme Court, but all of the fill-ins. I think there's over a hundred uh, fill-in judge positions all over the country that still need to be made. So we need to make sure we don't have activist judges, but we have constitutional judges. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think the Senate has set a record in how many judges they've confirmed. Do you remember the number, Tabitha? It's over a hundred, I believe. Like, uh, well, no, it's the over president 200. has promised yeah, 300 by the end of this year. Yeah. yeah, it's a big number. I think last year, I think last November was up to, it was over 200 at that time. Mm -hmm. So that, that's what's really important too. Yeah. So when you go into the voting booth, you have to think long-term, big picture, not small picture of who you're voting for and why you're voting for them. Mm -hmm. So go, go in and vote for America. <laughs> go in and vote for the constitution. Cause that's at the end of the day, that's really what's gonna affect you and your home. Mm -hmm. That's really what matters, right? People vote because they think what affects them right here, personally. So vote for the Constitution of the United States because policies matter. Mm -hmm. So where can our listeners go to follow not only you, but also the organization Women Fighting for America? So womenfightingforamerica.com or WFFA.us. Our tour schedule is there. But the most important thing I would like to say, women, November 1st, we are literally going to descend upon Washington, D.C. at the mall. We have the most beautiful location where our stage is going to be. 
from noon to two in the afternoon. And we are gonna reclaim, and I call it a reclaiming of the, of the America, excuse me. I call it a reclaiming of the United States. We are gonna stake the ground and plant our stake back into where the enemy tried to take it from us. We're gonna show Washington DC that they actually work for us, not the other way around. We're gonna pray for our nation like no other. We're gonna show unity because the world is watching and they're wondering where America is. Where is the voice of the American people? And it is so important to show unity right now and love. So please come out and join us November 1st. Let's rally, let's protest for our country. Let's protest for the founding fathers. They would be so disappointed in us right now. So we need to just show up. It's gonna be a great rally. It's gonna be a great event. You're gonna see amazing women speakers who are powerful and who love this country and love this nation. So please, November 1st, 12 to two. Well, thank you so much, Christy, for joining us today. This discussion was so heartwarming. It's great to see your organization kick off and everything running the way it should be. For those listening to this episode, please be sure to subscribe and please consider leaving us a review. You can find us on all the major social media platforms as well as at engagewitheagleforum.com. From your house to the state house to the White House, this is Engage with Eagle Forum.